listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser. Go by and say hello to Scott Galetti over there at Reliable Nissan on Coors across from Cottonwood Mall. He may have a pair of BKFC tickets for you, but go by Reliable Nissan on Coors across from Cottonwood Mall one way or the other. All right. Now uh, joining Team Talk is our good friend Rafael Esparza with MyBookie.ag. Before we get into the uh, pay-per-view UFC, uh, Rafael, um, Sam and I were just talking about this this book that um, Billy... Uh, Walters. Walters, okay. Billy Walters, uh, this book, Gambler, Secret, uh, Gambler, Secrets from a Life of Risk, and part of that has a bunch of stuff with Phil Mickelson. So I told Sam, I bet you anything that at some point in his time in Vegas that Raphael has crossed paths with Billy Walters. Is that true or false, Raphael? That is true. He was probably one of the, well, I shouldn't say he was one of our uh, biggest uh, betters when I opened up uh, Aria uh, Racing Sportsbook. That, that was his, I don't want to say home office, but that's where his action was going through at those times that I was there. So I dealt with him 365 days a year. My, my rule was if he was there betting, I couldn't, I had to be there before he got there and I got to go home when he left. Yeah, because there was a lot going on. So a guy like that, is he just got a credit line and he makes his bets, or does he come in there with a, you know, pull up in a, a an armored car and have a couple of bodyguards with him? I mean, this guy drops big dime. Uh, how did he show up, Raphael? Line of credit or with a bunch of cash? Casino, uh, casino chips. And uh, not that many people know, race, the racing sportsbook have their own chips as well. Uh, so we would give him either racing sportsbook chips that uh, that he can exchange at the cage for normal chips or cash. But he mostly dealt with uh, uh, chips, and unless he was done for the day or done for the week, like I would say Sunday. Sometimes on Monday Night Football, he would cash uh, so, uh, all his tickets, all of his tickets, and take cash. And he's like, "I'll see you guys on Thursday or whatever." What kind of guy was he, man? I mean, like, he's like, you know, when he's saying all this stuff about Mickelson, he said at the same time, you know, hey, uh, you know, he's rich, he's famous, and I'm not going to get into his business. Let him gamble if he wants to gamble. Um, So was kind of Billy Walters just kind of a a happy-go-lucky guy, or was he a grinder with you guys that ran sportsbooks, Raphael? He had buddies, I shouldn't say buddies, employees that would do a lot of the action for him. So they would be all on cell phones, very seldomly. Uh, actually, we call them B-dub, uh, would come to the books himself. But mostly he would have, we, he would have employees come and we all, they would introduce themselves. Hey, my name is Joe Schmo. I'm with, uh, Billy Walters, blah, 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 blah. We're going to be betting. We'll give him the limits. Uh, he had separate limits and everybody else. Uh, so. We knew the limits, but at the same time, we would call, we would go up to him and say, hey, ask Billy if he wants more on this game because we needed that side of the game. So it, it went vice versa with him. Sometimes he would ask for more and we would say yes or no, but sometimes we would go, hey, does Billy want this game? We need, we need this side. Does he want to bet it? We'll give him the X amount of dollars. So it worked both ways with him. And there was a quote in in one of the excerpts that came out today, Raphael. We're talking to Raphael Esparza, mybookie.ag. There was a, a quote from Phil in one of the excerpts, Raphael, where uh, Phil basically goes, you know, you guys go bet your uh, make your bets first because when I go, it's probably going to move the line. I, I mean, what would, if one person was going to go up to the window, what are we talking about as far as what it would take to really move the line? Well, Billy would move not just a half a point, sometimes a point to a full point, a full two points. 
depending on what type of game it was, depending on what side we needed. He's the only one. I'll give you an example. If if Billy Walters got the Lions plus three, we would move it to Lions plus four, four and a half. And then Billy would, uh, then Bill Nicholson would take the Lions at plus four. He would get the worst <laughs> number because the rule was you don't take the you let Billy bet his side his stuff first, and then everyone gets the best uh, the the other numbers. So yeah, Billy got his number. Everyone else got horrible numbers. Well, plenty of action on uh, UFC 292. Like Joe said, wanted to talk to you, Raphael. UFC 292 Saturday. Two title fights in this one. The women's strawweight rocking and rolling again. Zhang Wei Li back defending her championship. Got it back from Carla Esparza. Not a, a a big headline fight as far as her opponent goes, but been a been a minute since we've seen Zhang Wei Li in the octagon. Talk to me about the odds for for the co-main event, and then we'll get to the main event. Yeah, she's minus 350. I see minus 340s and other books and all that. She'll probably float around there. If you see her, if you follow her on Instagram and see her workout videos, then she's a beast. And I just don't see Amanda Lee was being any kind of a challenge. Unless, unless things at 100%, which I have a feeling she is, I think this is going to be an easy cakewalk for the champ. Uh, and yeah, she beat Carlos Barza, no relation. No. Oh, well, good. okay, well, at least we got that out of the way. Fortunately, uh, good. we don't want any shame in the Rafael Esparza house. You got enough of that going uh, going on with the Amazon boxes. But the the main event, Aljamain Sterling, Sean O'Malley. This is one that uh, Sean O'Malley's been on this ascension for a couple of years now, working his way up to a title fight. He's absolutely earned this one. I, 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 th- there's so much to like about this matchup, but what do, uh, what is Vegas like in this matchup, Rafael? And who do you like if it's separate from the odds? I don't like the number. If you like Sean O'Malley, an Irish guy fighting in Boston where a bunch of Irish people are going to be drunk before the the pay-per-view main card starts, then I say hurry up and take Sugar Shane because I think money's going to be piling in on Sugar Shane uh, just because he's a more popular fighter. So if you like O'Malley, I say bet him now. If you're waiting, if you like Sterling, wait because I would not be shocked. This one ends around 220, maybe even lower. So I think this number, Sugar Shane money's probably going to come in early. You could probably get sterling money late. And is that just because of of the, maybe not different styles, but Sean O'Malley is a guy, I mean, he's going to end a fight. Al going to try to drag it out a little bit more. Is it just because this is, you know, a case of style makes fights, Raphael? Style makes fights and names make fights. And last time I checked, O'Malley is a bigger name than Sterling. And, and that's probably going to be a lot of difference. Just like, when uh, Connor was first coming up, when uh, Connor's name probably drew 20% of the ticket count, just his name alone, not just because people were MMA experts or the number was weak. They were just betting it because they wanted to see what Connor Gregor was going to do in the octagon, how he was going to come out and stuff like that. Same thing with Sugar Shane. And he's got about a 19-foot wingspan. Hey, hey uh, Raphael, uh, let me just ask you, okay, you make lines for everything from the Oscars to... Uh, championship wrestling, everything under the sun. What are what are your odds? What would you put up as odds that Holly Holm will ever fight again? I think she has one more fight in her. Okay, I have to say yes. Uh, she had every opportunity to take her gloves off and uh, land on it. And you can see after the fights, like people were asking her, "Do you uh, do you want to stay and talk?" Do you? I think they were waiting for her to say, "You know what?" So I think she's got one more. In her, and it's one of those ones that people are going to say, "This is my last fight, and I'm win, win or lose. This one's it." I think that's what we're going to see, Holly. She's going to announce, "I'm gone. This is my last fight, win or loss." 
And that's how she's going to go. So let me ask you this. I think you had her as like minus 160 favorite, maybe a minus 180. Uh, what, did, what did she go off at in that last fight that she lost, Raphael? Yeah, she was favorite. I don't remember. We got late dog money on her and stuff like that. So we actually needed her uh, towards the end. I remember looking at that uh, uh, right before we closed the numbers on it. Actually, we actually needed her to win. Well, the so Sharps came in late. I mean, like, you know, there's an example where you build in a factor of her popularity, just like you're talking about with the Irish guy fighting Sugar Shane up in Boston. You know, like you said, there's going to be more lean towards that. There was always more lean whenever Holly got in the, uh, the ring there, Raphael. Yeah, uh, but the way the way her last fights are going, people are fading her. So they're fading her, huh? Yeah, yeah. Cannot be, not be, they think they're going to see the Holly uh, beating uh, the heavyweight champs or the champs back back in the day, not heavyweight champs, but the Rondas and stuff like that. Now they're fading, just like uh, other fighters we've seen. They're starting to fade them just because they're on bad losing streaks. All right, Raphael, this is the time of the year we connect uh, every week, so uh, we're going to have to get you on talking about uh, some of the teams you like with the win totals, maybe some long shots for Super Bowl, all that kind of fun stuff. We'll do that in the next couple of weeks with Raphael Esparza. You can uh, visit mybookie.ag. The uh, fingerprints of Raphael Esparza are all over the place there. He's got got odds for everything, Sam. All right, well, we got another hour to go. Oh, and you got Dave Laufenberg coming up in the next half hour. Yeah, he's actually uh, we, there's actually a little bit of a change in his schedule. He's going to be on here in uh, about seven minutes. All right, and I'll tell you what: if you want to go see Mudvayne on Tuesday night down at Isleta Amphitheater, Mudvayne Tuesday night Isleta Amphitheater, fourth caller to five zero five nine nine four one zero one seven. 505-994-1017, fourth caller, and you're going to get yourself a pair of tickets to see Mudvayne next Tuesday night at the Isleta Amphitheater. Caller number five, four, 505-994-1017, Mudvayne down at Isleta Amphitheater. All right, we're going to come back with uh, Babe Laufenberg and another hour of Team Talk when we come back next. ESPN Radio, 1017, the team.